From ABC7, this is Game Time with Coach McVay. This week on Game Time with Coach McVay, we're talking about that big win in Seattle and the home opener at SoFi Stadium against the Niners. Well, Happy New Year. Welcome to another season of Game Time with Coach McVay. What a way to start, getting off on that 17-point win on the road. But I think I know you enough. You're, you're not satisfied. What do you want to kind of see this team build on? Well, I think there's always going to be a lot of things that we can build on. I think when you look at it on the offensive side of the ball, definitely with some of the things in the run game, just the consistency, the efficiency on some early downs, we've got to be much better. Um, it's a collective effort, and, and I think that's been a focus and concentration this week. Defensively, you know, I just think the continued you know, emphasis on the communication, the clarity, understanding the intent of the different things that we're trying to activate and, and what we want to be able to get done. And I thought that was you know, significantly improved throughout the course of the game. And then special teams, being able to make some of those open field tackles, mm. making sure we don't beat ourselves with just some of, the, um, you know, some of the penalties that we ended up having there. But overall, I was pleased, and, and football's never perfect, but there was a lot of really good things to be able to move forward with. Well, speaking of a lot of good things, since training camp, really since since the draft, the offensive line has been a point of emphasis. Yeah. I thought keeping Matthew Stafford clean was critical. What, when you broke down the film, what did you see? What did you like? The same thing. I thought that was. Uh, I thought guys strained. I thought it was a great effort, and there was a lot of different people that were involved in the protection, not exclusive to the offensive line, but sometimes it was Kyron Williams, sometimes it's Tyler Higby, and so I was really pleased with those guys. And then there is an element of the timing and rhythm, guys separating, attacking the football, Matthew making good decisions, and that was on display. I, I, I was really pleased with those guys. And again, it's like anything else. There's always things that we can continue to learn from, to improve on, but I thought Coleman Shelton did an excellent job with his command, his communication from the center spot. I was really pleased with Alaric Jackson, but that group as a whole did a nice job. And, uh, you know, there's always things that we can move forward with, but that was key. And, and Matthew, if you give him that time, that's where you see what a special player he is. Well, it's funny you say that. That was the biggest thing to me coming into training camp and people outside. And I know you guys don't pay attention to the narrative, but I was like, really? Matthew is healthy. Yeah. And, that was so evident in training camp. That was so evident Sunday. I don't want to compare it to a Super Bowl season, but when he's healthy, what are you seeing? Does it feel like Matthew of two seasons ago? Yeah, he's as good as it gets. You know, he's such a special player, Kurt, and he's got such command. And, man, you talk about the great ones, they bring others with them. And he elevates the whole organization, the whole operation, makes me a better coach. He makes his teammates better. And he's having fun. You know, I don't think everybody, I don't think anybody truly understands exactly how much he was working through to even be available for the handful of games he played last year. But um, he is an absolute stud. We're so grateful to be able to have him as our quarterback. And um, and I know the whole team and the whole organization feels that way. I tell you, I love how fast he processes. It's yeah. like that high-speed computer that is the most, it's it's amazing to me. Is is it? Am I reading that? I think right? that's one of his elite traits. You know, his ability to be able to get through progressions, process quickly. You know, and it's one thing to be able to have the brain to process it. It's process it. It's another thing to be able to have the ability to be able to have your body allow you to make mm. those decisions physically as well. And he certainly can do all of those things. And um, it was a really good start. And uh, and I know he's looking forward to an unbelievable challenge this week against a great opponent. Yeah. When you talk about good starts. You know Puka Nakua is young when he tells us afterward he can't wait to call his mom. That's cool. Uh, yeah, isn't it? That is. 119 yards in a rookie uh, performance, first ever. I don't want to compare him and Cooper Cup to Cooper Cup and Robert Woods, but it seems like you got a pretty good 
duo when Cooper gets back. Yeah, and, and I thought Tutu was excellent. And you know Van's a guy that's produced yep. at a high level from that receiving position for us as well. But Puka did a great job. You know, physical, he's mature beyond his years. You can see he has fun competing. I think the one thing that I love about this team, and Puka definitely embodies it, there's a toughness, there's a physicality, but there's also a love for competing, taking on the challenges. And he made some big-time plays, and I thought he competed well without the ball also. You mentioned Tutu. He told us this week that Cooper Cup has helped him so much about reading defenses. I asked Matthew Stafford about that. Matthew said he can play any position now. Yeah. What is Tutu doing this year that has elevated him compared to years past? I think he's really getting opportunities that he's probably deserved. I think he's put the work in. Uh, the coolest thing that I can say is, is you talk about a guy that's had a growth mindset with, hey, putting the work in, stacking good days on top of one another, continuing to know that, hey, you know, if I had success last week, I want to continue to attack it the right way. And he's had a good week of preparation. And He's got confidence that's been earned, you know, by the work that he's put in. And there's a comfort and there's a rapport. He's got great natural hands. And he's really conscientious. You know, he is smart. The game makes sense to him. He's always in Cooper's ear. He's always in Matthew's ear. He's got the ability to play all over the formation. And that is a, a real benefit to us. And I was not surprised but really happy that he got those opportunities and was able to capitalize on them. And I feel that way really for all of our guys. Sean, you talked to, at the onset about in continuing to grow on this offensive running game. But with Kyron Williams, with Cam Akers, uh, it feels like for the first time in your time, you've really got a one-two punch. Is that accurate? Yeah, you know, I, I thought those guys did a really nice job. And there were certain situations that dictated where Kyron ended up playing the majority of the snaps. And he's a stud. He's continued to mature. And, um, you know, we know what Cam can do. And we know Cam's done a great job. But I was really pleased with Kyron. And, uh, and, that, and that was really the most snaps that he's played in a game yet. I thought it was great the way he yeah. was able to work through a couple injuries that were just kind of some freak accidents last year. Uh, but you knew if he got his opportunity, again, similar to Tutu, the work that he's put in, the way that he goes about it, how smart, how conscientious. I think you're talking about a Ram in its truest form and love Kyron Williams. So we've got a, a Tutu uh, fourth down. Yeah. Can you Take us through this uh, great Yeah, it set this up with some bad play calls on the uh, second and third <laughs> down. But, you know, just, you know, sending a little jet motion right here. Um, they're packed in there tight because we had snuck it, and then we ended up trying to run a bootleg the previous play. But this is a great job, and I think everything starts inside out. When you look at it, Coleman Shelton doing a great job securing his play side gap. Puka Nakua and Tyler Higby being able to get us out on the edge. Alaric Jackson pulling on the perimeter. Good job being able to just play with his eyes inside out. And I think the one thing that's pretty cool is watch the subtle ball handling by Matthew. You know, just uh, you know, so smooth, so calm, and end up being able to walk in. Guys were tired right there because this was a long drive, but uh, this was a big play right here that you know made it a two-possession game and had to be able to have it, and, and that was uh, a big-time play by the guys right there. I love the misdirection of your receiver, Tutu, going one way, your quarterback, and you go the other way. Yeah. You know, we, we had called something similar where we actually gave it to Tutu for minus three. That was a – Again, some of these poor play calls that I had earlier, Kurt, ended up setting this up. So I wish I could say that was all part of the plan. But, um, you know, this was a great job. Ultimately, it always is and always has been about, you know, the players bringing this stuff to life, and, and they did that right there. Well, the other play we have is defense. You yeah. had a couple of young guys in Kobe Turner and Byron Young. 
look the block. Now, this is a great example of Russian coverage coming together. You know, you look at it. We've got a little movement up front. This is a great job by Kobe Turner as the penetrator right here. Michael Hoyt being able to win off of the edge. Everything collapses. Byron Young being able to press the pocket. Aaron draws the double team. Kobe ends up coming free, and then it's a party at the quarterback. And you look at these guys are excited. We got a conductor. You know, you can see Kobe Turner. He's a <laughs> he's a classical music fan. He's end up you know doing his best illustration of a uh, conductor there. Byron Young with his pad getting up. You guys can't see it from the end zone. If you look at the end zone shot, you can see it better. You know where Byron Young's pad's all messed up. I'm used to having the clicker in my hand, but uh, <laughs> but this is great rushing coverage. This was a big time play, and then AD ended up making a sack on the next play. But what I love is guys having fun. You watch when they end up getting up. It's it's a great thing, and this was a big time play. But if you see the end of the play, the celebration is what I like as much as anything. Guys being able to celebrate with one another. They're getting up. They're excited, and when you let that thing play, that that's a really cool thing. I know we've talked a lot in our time about Aaron Donald, but he comes into camp, and here's a guy that says, "I got something to prove." Yep. This year he's very motivated by you know the outside narrative uh to do even better but it's amazing to me and I'm wondering if you could speak to what he's doing to these younger players by leading by example I think showing is better than anything you could say and uh, we talk about modeling the way. I think that's the strongest form of leadership. Are you modeling the way you either are or you aren't? And this guy has epitomized that from the first day that I met him, Kurt. Um, nobody has higher standards for Aaron Donald than he does of himself. And uh, he's motivated to be uh, the best because those are the standards that he's established for himself. He's motivated to be the best because he wants to bring people with him. Uh, he's motivated to be the best because that's what captains do. And that's really where a legacy is built is do you bring people with you? And I think that's what he's done. But I think there's an added emphasis on, you know, really showing these guys what does it look like? Because words are one thing, but being able to say, hey, go ahead and follow my lead. I'm going to show you and I'll bring you with me. And, and he has done that always but I think he's uh, really embodied that throughout the course of training camp the way that he approaches meetings the way that he walks through on the grass the way that he practices and then ultimately the way that his practice preparation and performance and his all his preparation leads to the game day reality we'll be right back now more of game time with coach McVeigh as the media we don't we don't see the meetings we see the practice yeah. and Wednesday when I'm seeing him I'm like looks like first day of camp for Aaron Donald it, it was so impressive that said as I transition it, he says hey, yeah I celebrated but Monday was back to work and oh, yeah. now you got Niners this week and a great team you we always talk about your relationship back from your Washington days of of Kyle how much is it a chess match between you two? How much is it you just want to beat an old friend? Yeah, I think it's about the Rams versus the 49ers. You know, I, I think it's it's a player's game, and we want to try to do as good a job as we can as coaches of having good preparation, making good decisions, but these guys bring it to life and um, want to be able to set the table. What I, I think we know from our relationship is Kyle's a great coach. They have great players. It's a first-class organization. I'm obviously very familiar with it yeah. with my grandfather's background there. And they've done a great job. And uh, and we know that in that three-and-a-half-hour window that we're allotted, let's go ahead and bring it. Let's play to the best of our ability. Because why? That's all you can do. Yeah. And that's what we're going to do. That's what this group is putting themselves in a position to be able to do. And we're looking forward to uh, our home opener at SoFi, and it's going to be a great challenge. You know, it's interesting you said in those three-and-a-half hours, Mike LaFleur said 
was a great three and a half hours last yeah, week. Sure was. He spent time with the four years preparing for Aaron Donald. How much does that help? Does that is that part of the chess match? What's the ingredient with Mike? It helps because he's a great coach. You know, he just so happened to be able to spend a lot of time with, again, a great organization. They do things the right way. Uh, there's a familiarity, but this is about, you know, our team. And, and I can't say enough about what a great job Mike LaFleur's done as the offensive coordinator, leading the way for our offense, having such an imprint on the development of those guys, but really not exclusive to the offense, but our team. Um, he's made me better, and uh, we love having Mike with us, and I'm sure glad he is here. They're uh... – Aaron Donald is Nick Bosa, which is an amazing athlete. And then they had five sacks against uh, the Steelers in that first game. As an offensive-minded guy, what challenges does that defense bring this week? They've always brought those challenges. I think since Chris Kacarek's been there, um, they've always been one of the more formidable rushes, and, and that doesn't mean that they have to bring more than four. And, you know, they really pose a lot of problems by bringing four. They've got elite speed on uh, all three levels of the defense. They've got an ability to stay connected. They play together. Fred Warner's as good as it gets. Dre yeah. Green, Greenlaw's as good as it gets. Afunga, you can see as a safety, has an unbelievable command and is continuing to, you know, earn the right while he was a first-team All-Pro player last year. I think Javarius Ward is a very, you know, I think he's a great corner. You know, I think he's not, I don't think he's given the respect that he deserves, but they play hard, they play together, they're connected as all 11, and they've always been a great challenge, and uh, this year is certainly no different, and they look like the Niners' defense they always have uh, in the opener against the Steelers. And to make matters worse, or maybe the better word is more challenging, um, they've always had a good offense. You've always been complimentary of how Kyle gets the ball to the right people at the right time in the right space. And now this will be their first full season with Christian McCaffrey. And when I was looking at that long run against Pittsburgh, it seemed that he found a hole this big. What's the what do you see on tape from Christian? I, I see a complete team. I see a great back. I see great players all over. I see guys that understand the intent. I see guys that play hard. I mean, on that run you're talking about, watch the way IU peels back. Look at the way that McLeod ends up coming across the formation to be able to get that last block that springs McCaffrey in when he scores from 65 out. And so um, this is why you love the NFL for challenges and opportunities to go compete, go see uh, you know how we can go be at our best, and uh, and I love it. Brock Purdy, it's the first time, and we were joking, probably don't need to look too far in a, a number one pick against Mr. Irrelevant because usually Mr. Irrelevant isn't a quarterback who's a starter. That's a pretty remarkable story. When you look at the film of Brock, and, and I know it's only six games, but what is he doing so well to just – earn that starting job again. I mean, there's a reason why he was a four-year starter at Iowa State and, and took that program to levels that were, you know, really special. He's a guy with great leadership. You can see the guy processes things quickly. He has a great understanding of what Kyle's trying to get done. Um, and he's a lot twitchier than people realize. He's got great, you know, urgency and movement in the pocket. He can be able to get through progressions quickly. And then he's got the ability to be able to make you pay as a runner. You know, he does a great job of keeping his eyes, you know, down the field and being able to dish it off like a great point guard does. But if need be, he can create on his own. He had a third and 11 conversion last week. They want to say he scrambled for about 17 yards, but I got tremendous respect for this guy. I don't care when he was drafted. He is a real deal quarterback. He's played really well uh, in a limited inventory, but but I thought he looked really well. I thought he threw the ball excellent, made good decisions, and and again, this is the kind of stuff you love. You know, they looked great in the opener. Uh, they looked like the team that everybody's thought they were, and um, and we're excited with the opportunity to go compete and uh, and uh, see how Sunday goes. All right, small little pivot here. You told us last year when you were younger 
uh, and your grandpa was with the Niners, you remember that Steve Young, Deion Sanders team. Oh, yeah. And Dion is really doing a heck of a job it's at Colorado. What are you seeing there? I see a guy that has instilled belief. Um, I see the power of leadership, the power of belief, the power of, you know, believing in, in values and principles and committing to those things. And then ultimately putting stuff, you know, putting people in the right spots. They've done a great job of being able to identify the types of players they want. He's got great coaches. I mean, they're playing really good ball on all three levels or, or really on all three phases of the kicking game, defense and offense. Um, it has been fun to watch, and, and he sure is entertaining. He's got a swag, and, and I think the most, you know, the thing that I enjoy the most, Kurt, is even when you watch, um, you know, the documentary that they did on him, there's a commitment to the values and principles, but, man, he has fun, too. The guys yeah. enjoy it. That's when people are at their best. Um, it doesn't have to be miserable in the pursuit of trying to be great. It can be enjoyable, and I think that's on display, and I think that's why uh, you know we joke around as coaches that we all need to get buff gear right there to support those guys. <laughs> They're fun to watch. That's good stuff. All right, uh, last couple of things. Huge story in the NFL this week with Aaron Rodgers going yeah. down. What was your reaction when you saw it? You know, it makes you sick anytime you see anybody get hurt. Um, you know, the buildup. Uh, all those things it, you just feel for a guy like that and, and and any player I hate that's my least favorite thing that I see is the amount of work and energy that's put in and how quickly it can be taken away by an unfortunate thing and um, it is a shame um, you know the unfortunate and the reality is is that hey hopefully he makes a full recovery but you have to be able to move on um, you know I thought Zach Wilson did a nice job being able to step in but um, that's the unfortunate nature of this game uh, the league continues to move forward, but uh, I feel for Aaron. Um, you know, the game is better when he's playing, and, and uh, hopefully he makes a great recovery. And I know Dr. Elatros did his surgery, so yeah. uh, I'm sure things will go great. So last thing is you've always prided yourself and, you know, grow where your feet are planted. Yeah. This week you're planted facing San Francisco. But a month down the road, you got fatherhood knocking on the door. Oh, I mean, man. are you are you running zone defense right now? What are you doing? What do you think? Well, fortunately, we can be able to two on one that, you know, because <laughs> it's our first one. But um, we're so excited. It's been, you know, my wife Veronica has done an incredible job. I mean, she's been. It's been a really smooth pregnancy, and that's been a blessing. And so I know she's ready for that little guy to come sooner than later. But uh, when I see the nursery that she has set up and all the amazing things that people have sent us to help you know, have a smooth arrival. It's, uh, it gives you chills. It really gives you purpose. And, um, you know, I, I, uh, I, I can't wait. We're, we sure are excited. What a real blessing that's going to be. Well, obviously the women carry the baby. They don't ever get away from it. What's yeah. it like for you when you put your hand on and feel Remember that Remember I kick? first felt him kick on July 3rd. So that wow. was, uh, that was wild. He's, he's an active little guy. I said, Oh boy, he's probably going to be like his dad so he's gonna be <laughs> driving his mom nuts. But, uh, he is, uh, it's going to be such a blessing. And I can't say enough about just how impressed I am with watching the way my wife has handled it. And sure gives me a newfound respect for women. And, uh, Amen. what a, what a, what a miracle it really is. Amen. Well, Continued success. I uh, hope you go 1-0 this week, but it's been fun so far. I appreciate it. Always good spending time with you. Thank you, Sean. Watch Game Time with Coach McVay Saturday nights at 1145 on ABC7 in Los Angeles and on the ABC7LA stream.